it is worth reviewing the new data privacy regime. And many commentators have suggested that California's data privacy laws and regulations are starting to look closer and closer to the EU's GDPR regime. Global companies face unprecedented risks and challenges in today's economy. To mitigate these legal and economic risks, companies are rapidly embracing and elevating the importance of robust ethics and compliance programs to promote positive corporate citizenship. On Corruption, Crime and Compliance, you'll hear from industry leaders and insiders about how to create effective ethics and compliance programs that will mitigate risks and maximize financial performance. Here's your host, Michael Volkov. Well, hello, everyone. We're back for another episode of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. And today we're going to talk about California and other state data privacy laws. This is an interesting topic because we have a patchwork of laws that apply in the United States. Unfortunately, we continue to suffer from the absence of a federal data privacy and breach notification law. Congress has tried for years to broker a deal here, but it has never been able to overcome strong lobbying forces. Whether it's high-tech trial lawyers, law enforcement, or other gadflies, the public continues to suffer. Instead, global businesses face, in the United States in particular, a real mess. Tracking data privacy laws state by state with the most stringent states becoming the de facto standard. And I can speak from personal experience. When I worked on Capitol Hill years ago on the House Judiciary Committee, we sought to come up with a solution here. We worked in a bipartisan way to come up with a federal data privacy and breach law. On the one hand, we had the trial lawyers who were pushing for class action capabilities to bring civil suits for violations. And on the other, we also had the high tech industry, which was very influential in putting a break on these types of liabilities. And also what was controversial was a breach notification requirement that there would have to be notifications given to law enforcement with regard to a data breach. All of those issues combined to just create a log jam and nothing was ever done with regard to that. And it's unfortunate because what's happened now is we're seeing that the GDPR is becoming almost the standard bearer and everybody is sort of gravitating towards that because many other countries are employing systems that are pretty comparable to GDPR. And within the United States, we have California now that's usually the leader right now in this equation because California is the fourth largest economy in the world, recently surpassing Germany. So what California does has a real impact on the U.S. economy and on the global economy for companies that choose to do business in the United States, within California, obviously. California first enacted in 2018 what's called the California Consumer Privacy Act. And I'm going to walk through this California situation, and it is a morass. I'm going to try to keep it as straight as we can. But California first enacted in 2018 the California Consumer Privacy Act, and we'll call that the CCPA. But California citizens wanted more regulation of data privacy. So in November 2020, they passed a proposition put on the ballot called the California Privacy Rights Act, the CPRA, which created a new California Privacy Protection Agency, the CPPA. Don't worry, there's not a quiz on all of these at the end. 
and it authorized the agency, we'll call it the agency, and 62 state district attorneys to enforce the law. Prior to that, the CCPA, the California Consumer Privacy Act, is enforced and still is being enforced by the state attorney general's office. Now, the new CPRA, which was passed by Proposition 24, became effective as of January 1st, 2023. And then this date got extended so that the agency could complete issuance of certain required regulations. And the agency issued 12 of 15 sets of required regulations. Now, business groups filed challenges to the new law, and these final regulations now have been extended and will not be enforceable until March 29, 2024. But here's the rub. The CCPA is still in effect. The CCPA, the 2018 law, which is enforced by the state AG, is still in effect. Now, the agency that was created by the new law in 2020 still has to issue regulations covering three areas. And they've come out, I think, with proposals on two of these areas, but cybersecurity audits, and they put out regulations on that, risk assessments, and automated decision-making regulations. They will not be enforceable until one year after they are issued. So those, again, will be beyond the March 29, 2024 date. The reviewing court extended the effective date to March 29, 2024, made it clear that the CCPAs, the original regulations tied to the 2018 law, are still enforceable until these new regulations are released and effective. So if you can follow this regulatory and legal morass, it is worth reviewing the new data privacy regime. And many commentators have suggested that California data privacy laws and regulations are starting to look closer and closer to the EU's GDPR regime. So the new California law replaces the CCPA definition of a covered business. And that includes any business that, one, had $25 million in annual gross revenues as of January 1st in the preceding calendar year, or two, buys, sells, or shares the personal information of 100,000 California consumers or households, or three, derives 50% or more of its revenues from selling or sharing personal information. So the key fact here is going to be the buying, selling, or sharing personal information of 100,000 California consumers and the $25 million threshold in terms of gross revenues. The new CPRA, the new law, includes a number of important revisions to the existing requirements. In one, it eliminates the exception for employee personal information and business-to-business personal information. So now the requirements for protection and security extends to employee personal information and business-to-business personal information. In other words, when you share it with, let's say, a vendor or whatever. It revises a general purpose limitation for collection of data so that it is reasonably necessary, that's the terms, and proportionate to achieve the purposes for which the personal information was collected or processed. So this is the general purpose. And you're going to see terms like reasonably necessary, proportionate throughout the statute. It expands the definition 
of sensitive personal information to match the GDPR definition of sensitive personal information and expanded it a little bit. It adds a new consumer right to correct inaccurate personal information, and it revises vendor flowdown requirements and adds a duty to implement reasonable security precautions and practices appropriate to the nature of the personal information. All important concepts here, but we're seeing more and more now with annual audit requirements and risk assessment requirements, and these are going to be filings and public filings with regard to each of the companies that fall under this jurisdiction. Now, the privacy agency intends to implement the regulations, like I said, governing annual cybersecurity audits. And in March of 2023, for example, there were regulations that required companies to file each year a data security and privacy risk assessment. So this is going to be filed each year. To me, we're getting into a more strict regulation. We already have under the California Consumer Privacy Act a requirement to have on your website an opt-out in terms of any information that you may provide to a website that it can't be used by the entity for sharing or selling or whatever consumer products purposes. So keep tabs on the California events. We will as well, just to let you know what are the current requirements. But interestingly, California is not the only data privacy actor in the state law arena. We're seeing other states jump up here as well for a little bit of attention. We have new laws that were recently enacted in Virginia, Colorado, Utah, Iowa, and Connecticut that have their new data privacy laws that have gone into effect. And more are on the way scheduled for 2024, including Montana, Tennessee, and Texas. While these laws are very similar in scope, each has their own spin or has some specific issue that they want to be distinct on. To avoid this sort of mess and line drawing across the map, many companies are really just almost building systems that are built towards the most stringent set of laws and regulations for peace of mind. For example, Connecticut, Colorado, and Virginia require companies to conduct impact assessments similar to the GDPR requirement. And all the state laws provide the consumer rights of data access, correction, portability, and deletion. And all the states that I've mentioned above require companies to execute third-party contracts to process personal data and protect that information with reasonable data security measures. In any event, this is something that I'd urge everybody to say on top of the laws. There are good resources on the web for sort of tracking these laws, but it definitely raises interesting compliance issues, risk assessments, impact assessments, which are basically the same thing, but risk assessments and data breach requirements are there and notification standards. So monitor those carefully and hopefully one day we'll get a federal law that will sort of set a standard across the board here. Anyways, thanks again. And we'll see you next week with another episode. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support the show is by subscribing on your favorite listening platform. To learn more and connect with Michael Volkov, go to volkovlaw.com.